What's up, Bandive crew? James here. And before we jump into this episode, I wanted to ask you a question. Have you ever wished there was a way to connect with me as well as other listeners in real time? I have the solution. I finally got around to making a Bandive Discord server, which is people have been asking me for years and I just wasn't listening. I wish I had done this sooner because I couldn't be happier with the results. It's been fantastic. And we would love to see you join us. We have discussions about the music business, gear, the podcast, and a general channel as well. You can join the discussion now by visiting bandhive.rocks slash discord. Again, that is bandhive.rocks slash discord. Welcome to episode 111 of the Bandhive Podcast. You're listening to the Bandhive Podcast, the number one online resource for DIY bands to learn about the music business and touring. If you want to turn your band into a lean, mean touring machine, you're in the right place. Now, let's get this show on the road. It is time for another episode of the Bandhive Podcast. My name is James Cross, and today I am here with myself for a different kind of episode leading us into 2022, or rather as the second episode of 2022. It is dropping on January 11th, aka 111. And uh, fun fact, this episode is number 111. Not playing, not anything behind that, just a coincidence of when we started the podcast two years ago, it happened to fall perfectly into place when we released an episode every Tuesday for the last two years since December of 2019, that episode 111 falls on 111. Crazy coincidence. I love it. I'm all for it. Because of that, I'm going to do a different episode today. It's going to be a solo episode. I'm really looking forward to having Matt back soon, but he's having kid number three. So he's he's taking some family time, which he absolutely deserves, but I am definitely looking forward to having him back on the show soon. Pivoting to what we're going to talk about today or what I'm going to talk about today is project management and specifically one tool that you should be using in your band because it is incredibly versatile, it's incredibly useful, and it will make your life so much easier. Plus, it's free. It's a tool that I use for the Bandhive podcast, and you should absolutely use it for your band. I'm going to go through what it does, what it is, just three examples of how you could use it for your band, even though there are many, many more uses that you can come up with for it. It's an amazing tool that does so many things just by being built the way it is. So getting things started, the tool is called Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O. If you're already familiar with it, that's amazing. If not, here's a little bit about how it works. And even if you are familiar with it, stick around to the end because I'm going to talk about some of the things you can do to use this in your band. So if you're not already using this for your band, or even if you are, you might learn something new about it or get some ideas, some new sparks in your mind. So you can use this for your band even better. The basics of Trello is that it is a to-do tool lets you use the Kanban method, which is a system designed to help reduce overload and bottlenecks in human-focused systems. That means where people are doing work, it's a kind of project management tool. Each task that you have is a card. That card is one task or perhaps a project, if it's a small project, that needs to be completed. And then you move those cards through vertical lists And each list has a status. For example, to do, doing, and done could be your three lists. Just imagine you're looking at a cork board or a whiteboard and you have sticky notes on it in different columns for to do, doing, and done. That's basically what Trello is, except it's digital. It syncs to all your apps. You can use it on your desktop, your phone, your iPad, whatever. 
it syncs to all of them. They have an app. It's a great tool to carry that cork board with you. Now, each list is contained within a board, and you can have multiple boards in your Trello account. Then, going back to the card level, each card can have comments, checklists, links to documents, or pretty much anything that's useful. So that card always has the relevant information for the task you're working on that that card is associated with. Uh, You can also set deadlines, which is really useful, and getting into how bands can use it. It's really good for one-off projects. Like, no shame there. You can use it for one-off projects and it works really well, especially if it's like, oh, we have to do this thing, you know, move it from to do to doing to done. That's what you do. Like, you can go through there with one-off projects and it works. But it really shines on repeating processes, things that you do on a regular basis. And this is how I use it. I use it for the Bandhive podcast. Every single episode we do has its own unique Trello card that makes sure I complete every single step fully and to my satisfaction. And that's why this episode exists today. Because when I was going through the episode we had planned for 111, it just did not sit well with me. I didn't feel confident in that episode. I did not want to release that because I believe in quality over quantity. So instead of just skipping an episode, here I am doing this episode about the system that led me to say, no, we're not releasing this episode. I don't feel this is up to Bandhive's quality standards. It was a good interview. Don't get me wrong. I had a good interview, really nice gentleman who came on the show to talk about what he does. But there were some tech issues on on his end. Multiple devices didn't work. So long story short, rather than releasing something with terrible audio, being an audio engineer that pains me, I said, you know what? My checklist says do quality control and this checklist, uh, it doesn't pass. Like this episode doesn't pass that checklist. So here are three ways that you could use Trello for your band. The first thing is when you're booking and planning shows, you can use cards to represent shows and use each one of those cards with a checklist for the show. So for example, you could have your lists set up. These are the vertical columns as initial outreach, confirmed, advanced, and completed. Now, if you're unfamiliar with those terms, I'll just run through them really quickly. The initial outreach, self-explanatory. That's you reaching out to venues or promoters trying to get a show. A hold means that you have a date that the venue is keeping for you, essentially. You have the option to book a show, but that show is not yet confirmed. And if another artist wants to take that date, the venue will say, hey, you have a challenge on your hold. We're giving this to the other band if we don't hear back from you within 24 hours. So if it's in a hold, that's good. The date is available, but it's not confirmed. It's not locked in yet. Once it's confirmed, then that means you have that show. You have that date. You can go through and send them whatever paperwork you need them to sign. Ideally, they'll do even just a simple one-page contract for you. Some venues don't. It gets kind of sketchy at the DIY level. But ideally, you will have something in writing, even if it's just an email, that has all the relevant information, something like that. But that is what confirmed means. Advanced means you've done the production advance for the show. That's the next big step before you actually play the show. And then completed means you've played the show, you've settled at the end of the night, you have your payment, all that kind of stuff is taken care of, and 
you're on your way to the next show or wherever you're sleeping for the night. On each of those show cards, you're going to have a checklist of all of the subtasks you need to complete. This is how you make sure that every single thing is done. So for example, in the initial outreach phase, you might have a couple steps in there on that checklist that say, for example, research the venue we want to play and send the email. Boom, there you go. Then for the hold, you would have something like found local bands to play the show, got the hold from the venue for the dates we wanted. Then for confirmed, you would have more steps like, okay, contract has been sent, awaiting signature. Contract has been returned, signed. Now, I'm not going to go into an exhaustive list of the things here, but some basic steps. The production advance, you could say advanced scheduled. And then once you've done the advance, it moves to advanced. For completed, you can have lots of stuff in there. Somewhere along the way, you're going to want promo sent in there as well if you're mailing flyers to the venue, which I absolutely recommend. It's a great way to really show them that you're making an effort. Send them some flyers for your show that they can put up at their venue or around town if they have somebody that goes around posting up those posters. This is a great thing to do. And having it on that checklist makes you remember to do it. So that's the idea. There are lots of things that can go on that checklist, probably like 20 to 30 things or more. So like I said, I'm not going to go through all of them, but this lets you be consistent with what you're doing. It lets you be efficient and effective. This means you don't have to remember every single thing for every single show because you have that checklist. So when you do these things, you check them off and you don't have to remember, hey, did I do that for this show? Because... You just look at your checklists and, oh yeah, you already did it. Takes all the stress away. This is why I use it for the podcast. I get so lost between having the same content coming out every single week, I forget where I am in the process of each episode. But by referring to Trello, I can always remember this is where I'm at with this episode. So these are my next steps on the checklist. And I have way more systems than that. Like I have other systems beyond Trello that help me with this. But Trello is my go-to central hub for what step of the process am I in and what am I doing next. Now, another way that you could use Trello as an artist is in songwriting. For each song idea you have, you create a card and then you can move it through your lists. As an example here, you could have the list of idea voice memos rough demo, produced demo, recorded, mixed, and mastered slash ready for release. So each of those would be your vertical columns and you can move your cards through. This does two things. One, it helps you keep track of your song ideas so none of them get lost in the shuffle. And no, that's not an intentional pun. I get it, shuffling cards, yeah, but not intentional. And two, it lets you weed out songs that you want to keep versus songs that you will either scrap or maybe you're not sure and you're going to save them for later. Here's another thing you can do in Trello. You can color code labels. So you can have labels for each card and based on color coding, you can see at a glance what your plans are for each song in your lists to see if you want to move that song to the next list or the next column or not. It's really easy to see an overview of what you're working on and what you need to do. The third example is for releasing your music. One of the best things you can do is have a release checklist so you have a consistent way to do things every single time. Obviously, you should always be testing and see what works. 
but the groundwork doesn't change. You still need to be sure that you have it uploaded to your distributor so it gets to Spotify and Apple Music. You still need to be sure that you got it back from the mastering engineer in time. You still need to be sure that you have the correct assets so you can share it on social media. All of that stuff does not change from one release to the next, whether it's a single or an EP or a full-length album. It doesn't change. There are certain constants that are going to be there for every single release, and that is what goes on your checklist. If you want to go into more detail, you can have different checklist templates for singles, EPs, and full albums. However you structure it, it's up to you to use this tool because it will help you so much. And again, it's free. You have no excuse not to use it. Whether you're using it for booking shows or tracking your songs or your release and promotional efforts, it is so useful and so customizable that you are going to be so much more able to focus on the creative aspects of your music because your mind is not filled with all this useless junk of internal, oh, did I remember to do that? No, I didn't. Or yes, I did. You just keep going and you focus on the music because you let the systems handle the tedious stuff for you. So again, let yourself be creative and use Trello for your band. That does it for this episode of the Bandhive podcast. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I hope your 2022 is off to a great start. And let's get some shows going for DIY bands out there. So if you're interested in booking more shows, shoot me a DM. I'm at MadRockXVX on Instagram. And let's chat because I'm working on some really cool stuff to help artists book more shows and go on successful tours in 2022. So again, shoot me a DM at MadRockXVX on Instagram, or you can always email me, james at bandhive.rocks. Those will both be linked in the show notes, by the way. Go ahead and hop on over to bandhive.rocks slash 111 if you want the links for that. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back with another new episode next Tuesday at 6 a.m. Eastern, right here in your favorite podcast app. Until then, I hope you have a great week. Stay safe. And of course, as always, keep rocking. Hey, you. Yeah, you with the headphones or the speakers. You've made it to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. While I still have you here, if you're not already in the Bandhive Facebook community, it would be great to see you there. We have over 600 like-minded musicians who are asking questions, sharing their experiences and advice, and much more. So if you want to improve your band's business, look no further than the Bandhive Facebook community. You can find it by searching for Bandhive on Facebook, that's B-A-N-D-H-I-V-E, or going to bandhive.rocks slash group. Again, that's bandhive.rocks slash group, and that will automatically redirect you to our Facebook community. I look forward to seeing you there soon.